Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. I greatly appreciate the fact that you've chosen to join me here again in the middle of the week as we continue our focus on the importance and the power of prayer. I'd like to ask you to join me in the book of Matthew, chapter number 6. Matthew, chapter 6. One of the most amazing things about this deep dive into the power of prayer is not only my study and my time and the excitement that it builds for me on the importance of prayer, but also hearing back from so many of you that desire to and have partnered with us in prayer. Now, if you would like to partner with us and with Bible Tracks Incorporated in prayer, I'll tell you how you can do that and what that really entails in just a few moments. While you turn to the book of Matthew, chapter number six, let me tell you about a gospel tract. I'm holding one in my hand right now called, It Was a Pleasure to Meet You. It Was a Pleasure to Meet You was written by a pastor's wife, not too far away. And this gospel tract was written for the express purpose of those passing contacts, those connection that you have, that those connections that you have that maybe only last for just a few seconds or maybe a minute or two or five, but they never get to a place where you have the comfort or the ability to bring up things of a spiritual nature. And that's where this gospel track comes in. It was a pleasure to meet you. Of course, says that on the front cover, but then it continues on the inside by saying this, just a while ago, our paths crossed for a few brief moments. We exchanged a few pleasantries, and then we went our separate ways. If we had been together a few minutes longer, I would have looked for the opportunity to ask you this question. Do you know for sure that when you will die, you will go to heaven? This gospel tract has been greatly used. I so much enjoy. I'll be with Christian friends and I'll see them beat me to the punch. They will grab a gospel tract and they will give it to someone that we're both talking to before I can get mine out of my pocket. It's a blessing to me. It's a conviction to me. It's a reminder to me to be very active and to be to be looking for opportunities to use gospel tracts. This gospel tract, just like the 49 or so other titles that you can get in English, many in other languages as well, you can get them for free at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. Now, as you turn to the book of Matthew, chapter number six, let me remind you, if you'd like to partner with us in prayer, maybe you're wondering, what does that even mean? Well, we have a text chain, a prayer band that if you were to text the word prayer to a certain phone number that I'll give you in just a moment, once a week at most, I will share with you a prayer request from Bible Tracks Incorporated. Sometimes it'll have to do with the shipment of tracks going to far-flung fields across the ocean. Sometimes it'll have to do with just internal prayer requests that we're, that we're seeking God's face about. But regardless, if you'd like to pray with and for us, you can do so by texting the word PRAYER. Text the word prayer, just that one word prayer, to this phone number. Are you ready? 309-316-7240. Again, text the word prayer to 309-316-7240. Now, find your place in the book of Matthew chapter number 6. We'll read together. 
the Lord's Prayer, or the model prayer, as we often call it. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And that will be our text verse here in just a moment. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let me just give you a few observations from verse number 11. Give us this day our daily bread. I see, first of all, that we are relating the necessity of man to the holiness of God. We are relating the necessity of man to the holiness of God. We as people, as humans, we have needs. Now, if we were God, and far be it that we, if from, from us, we never could be, but if we were God, then we wouldn't have any needs because we would be completely and totally all-powerful. But as God's creation, we have the opportunity to relate, to communicate, to talk to the God of all eternity about our needs because he is all-powerful. He's all-loving. He wants to help us. We're relating the necessity of man to the holiness of God. Let me give you just a few tips for daily provisions. We see that if you have something and you have the money, you should probably get get it. Meaning if you need something, you have the money, go ahead and get it. God has given you the ability to get that thing, right? But how about this? What if you need something? You don't have the money. What should you do then? You should probably pray for that thing. This is falling right into what we're talking about. Give us this day our daily bread. You have an issue? Well, maybe God has already given you the means to procure that need. Maybe you need literal bread, a morsel of bread, or maybe you need the power of God in your life. Well, maybe if you don't have it and you don't have the means of procuring it, maybe you should pray for it. But what about this? What if you need something? You don't have the money. You prayed for that something and you still don't get it. What should you do next? Could I encourage you to maybe just consider checking your lifestyle I say this with no angst, with no irritation, and I'm not pointing it at, at, at anybody. I don't know your finances, okay? I'm not looking, I'm not peering over your shoulder at the Excel spreadsheet that you keep your budget on, okay? Or whatever app it is you use. But could I recommend to you that maybe some of our needs wouldn't be needs? Maybe they, we could supply them ourselves if we didn't live so high on the hog? I know. I, I'm going where angels and demons are here to tread. And you say, Brother Micah, why don't you stay in your lane and talk about Bible Tracks Incorporated? But can I tell you, friend, this applies to each and every one of us. Sometimes we are so completely dumbstruck by our lack of finances. We're so completely um, uh, bothered and under the circumstances of our money problems that we can't focus on the Great Commission. We can't give out gospel tracts because our mind, our mentality, our emotions are so tied up in the fact that we have needs that have not been met. But maybe they haven't been met because we live like the, uh, dare I say it, average American with tens of thousands of dollars of credit card debt. Now, understand you me. I am not telling you what kind of car you should drive. I'm not telling you how big of a house you should have, how big of a television you should have. 
how big of a washer and dryer you should even have. Please understand me, friend, with all the kindness that I can muster, that I and my family, we are so very blessed. We don't live in a shack. We have some of the niceties of life. We are very blessed. God has been good to us. But I was taught from a young age. Now, you could probably make the claim that my dad, at times, was a little bit of a tightwad. And he wouldn't be offended if you heard me say that. I think he'd actually have some, some kind of glee. He'd have a little smirk on the side of his face if, if, if uh, he heard me say that. I'm not being disrespectful. But he taught me how to handle money. And am I as good as a, of a money manager as he was? Absolutely not. But I can tell you there are many times in life that I speak only for myself, that there are things that God has provided to me that, that I believe, I believe, I may be wrong about this, but I believe it's because I've handled other areas well and God has given me the privilege of some other blessings and some different things because we've handled those small things well. Now, I would hazard a guess that I could have handled many other things well, and God might be might what might have seen fit to bless me with even more if I would have handled the medium-sized things well as well. But I think about the fact that oftentimes we pray, give us this day our daily bread, while at the same time we're spending all sorts of God's money, remember it is God's money, on all sorts of things that we don't actually need. And then we go to the throne room of God crying because we don't have our needs satisfied while at the same time we're paying for all of our wants in installments. Now, I understand I'm going far off in the left field here, but my desire is not to meddle. My desire is to help. And there are probably, probably some people that maybe this might be a help to your prayer life when you realize that some of our needs have been created by ourselves. That we, not we are not the masters of our faith, that's not what I'm talking about, but we have created some of our needs through our potential mismanagement of God's money. That is not to put down or not to denigrate real necessities and needs of life that spring up, that, that things that we cannot control. Please understand me. Please understand the heart with which I come to you from. But can I encourage you, friend, as we relate the necessity of man to the holiness of God, that we be careful to take stock of ourselves and that we don't throw all of our needs and, dare I say it again, mismanagement at the throne of God and say, fix this for me. When maybe, just maybe, there are some things that we need to fix. We should, of course, pray for daily provision. We should pray for daily protection. We should pray for our family. We should pray as well for the needs of others. All of these fall under this topic of give us this day our daily bread. Now, my prayer, my hope, my aim is that I have not offended you today. That's not never and has not been my desire. But can I encourage you, if there has been some thought that's come to mind, maybe you even disagree with what I've said today and you are well within your rights to do so. But maybe as we look at this topic of prayer, maybe... Maybe you have a question, a comment, a critique for me. Did you know that that text number I gave you a little while ago, it's a two-way street. I don't just want to share a prayer request with you. I want to hear from you. 
It's a little boring for a conversation if one person is doing all the talking. And through this radio broadcast, I certainly feel like I'm usually the one doing the talking. And so, if you'd like to contact me, please feel free to do so. You will not offend me. If you have a legitimate question, a comment, a criticism, or concern, feel free to contact me. Or maybe you would just like to join our prayer chain. If you have a question, send me a text message, anything you'd like, to this phone number. 309-316-7240. And if you'd like to text the word prayer and join our prayer chain, you can do so by texting again the word prayer to 309-316-7240. We're going to continue in this theme of prayer. We're going to look at this topic tomorrow of forgive us our debts. I hope you'll join me tomorrow on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Thank you so much for listening today, my friend. Have a great day for His glory. We'll talk to you very soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.